amazing, amazing stuff. I, I just how God uses so many wonderful folks and gives them visions and gives them gifts. And so here at the NRB 2022 is, I don't know, one of the best. Of, uh, I've been coming, I guess, 17 years, and I've never seen as many or as powerful. And, and it seems like for such a time as this, because there's so many heavy-duty things going on, it's unbelievable. I agree. And so I'm so thrilled to have Sherry Pettigo in front of me, and she's doing, have done a documentary, or you're doing it? I just finished it, and just premiered it at the Burbank International Film Festival in September of last year. And the documentary is? Father Me. Father Me. So yeah, I just that speaks story all over it, um, especially for those of us who actually do boot camps, John Eldridge boot camps. We talk all about Father Wounds. And, 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 oh, my goodness, it's so so amazingly important that the, that Jesus come into this, right? It's an epidemic worldwide. It's not just America. It's worldwide. Yeah, because Satan's worldwide, and he, right. he, he knows that this is a very tender place. And, and so tell us about what, what your documentary. What's going on with that? Well, it started in 2019. I had written a script, actually, and I really felt like, and it was about two people on their journeys with their fathers, and I really felt like the Holy Spirit woke me up one morning and said, I want you to do a documentary, and I want you to interview and go after these people that you know that have father issues in the industry. So I live in L.A., and I contacted Oded Fair. He was one of the first because I was a worship leader at Ojai Presbyterian Church, and he was there, and I thought he was a Christian. I said, oh, you're missed because he's Jewish. He's Israeli actor, right? He's pretty famous. He was in The Mummy Returns. And I said, oh, you're a Messianic Jew. He goes, what's that? He goes to church because of his wife. And so he heard my father me song because I sang it at the church, and he was very moved, and his wife told me, you know, Oded's really touched by this song. So, so wait a minute. Back up. I'm okay. sorry. He heard my father me father song. Me song. So is, and and I'm, I I apologize. Is is that a song that you wrote? Yes, I did. I'm sorry. Yes, I did. I wrote the song. The song came to me first in my spirit, and I really feel like I was just a download from heaven. And so, are you a recording artist too? I am. So yeah. I see again. I'm so ignorant. I'm sorry. I should pay more attention. So. No, no, it's okay. You so know. you're so you had a song, Father mm -hmm. Me. And God gave you that in your spirit. You wrote the song. Yes. And then they were playing it in your church. I sang it and played guitar with a piano player at the church after I just had finished um, the composing it. And, uh, well, okay, because I, I know this is a fast interview, so I'm going to get to the specifics here. When I decided to do this documentary, I approached Oded. And because I already knew he knew about the Father Me project, right? Because they had read my read, they had read my script, but it was all through the song. This song is the is is like it, it's the forerunner for this documentary. I get it. And it's so powerful. I mean, when you when you see this documentary, and at the end, I have the song playing because I wanted the song to be. It tells the story of anger. Of forgiveness and how we get there because it's so anointed I mean I could never write something so profound as this bridge and I will tell you the bridge father to the fatherless I finally understand you took the nail out of my heart and placed it in your hands that's only a heaven written bridge now the bridge is like I get it okay, I, uh... you know, a, lot, a lot of people don't know what a bridge is right so that was and that, that 
because we don't have time to tell how that how that came to me. I can just tell you it was divine. That's all I can tell you. It was completely a divine intervention of the Holy Spirit. And I had a flat tire, and I was very angry. And But God, through that flat tire, gave me that bridge. But I could have missed that bridge if I would have stayed in my anger. See, anger is a very, it's it's very, very toxic. And we have choices in our life. You know, we got choices. And that's, I touch on this about why kids go in gangs because they don't have fathers. The gang becomes the father. Anger. They get in anger. They shoot somebody, kill them, and they go to prison for the rest of their lives. We have a problem with, with anger with our kids because they didn't get the love they needed from a father. And, and a lot of these kids, even kids that, that grew up with fathers in the home, when the fathers were too busy working, the kids wanted the attention. So they'd go out and do create, commit crimes, get involved in stuff that they shouldn't get in trouble because they wanted the attention of the father. And this is, I mean, this documentary has opened my eyes in oh. so many ways, much more than a film would have done. And it's touching people. And it's just getting started. And so this it's out? People can it's see not it. out on a platform yet, but I the song, you know, I, I've been doing interviews because I'm prepping to release it. Okay, I'm so doing, the I'm song is out. And how do they get to the song? Well, you can you can actually see it through my trailer right now because I Very don't have cool. the full thing out yet because I'm doing a touring documentary. And I haven't released it out because I'm careful about who I'm going to let distribute it right now because it's got to be for me. I, I have to have the right distribution for this. And my distribution portal right now is a touring documentary. So I'm doing bookings. I'm speaking. I'm teaming up with foundations. I've teamed up with the Foster Care Foundation where I'm showing it and we're drawing money in for the foundation. I'm doing whatever I can to help the people that need it the most. I'll never, ever forget when I... I actually, you know, went to several of these boot camps, began to understand, you know, the, the father situation, the fatherlessness situation, and how much I needed God as my father. When the light came on, and then God started just because of what I do, he started pouring these people in to teach me things that I really feel compelled to share with you just right this minute, so that, you know, because you're out there doing this. So we had this exercise that we do when we're doing this talk that you're to go back and think about all the fathers that God brought into your life not your earthly father and so the, the, the what you do is you, you you start thinking about oh there was this coach there was this Boy Scout leader there was this man that that lived down the street that always helped me you know fix my lawnmower or you know whatever it was that you were being fathered and you you would take these pictures and and begin to realize that God had been sending fathers into your life the whole time. And God isn't the backup plan. Like if somebody, you know, lost their father or they had a father that was an alcoholic or whatever, God wasn't the backup plan. He's the original plan for every single human being, mm -hmm. right? And he's right. the big father orchestrator figure. of all the fathers that have been sent into your life, like ever since you know, you were born because he realized that what was it, what was at stake, and how Satan would try to drive you to be fatherless and have that sense of an orphan spirit. Okay. My father lost his dad when he was nine years old and grew up without a father. My father never talked about his grandfather. I never, I mean, I knew nothing about my grandfather till my father had a heart attack in 2015. And his dad died in the hospital. My dad never, and he was trying to escape the hospital. And my dad, why you can't? 
I didn't have a heart attack. I just got a heartburn. You know, so he was like, you know, very distant. And my dad was never really, um, he, okay, this is my graduation. He just wasn't present, but he provided. See, this is what I mean. It doesn't have to be that the father was abusive. The father was, you could have lost your dad, never known your father. Lost him in, there's so many elements yeah, It just here. wasn't, you weren't the apple of his eye like, like it was meant to be, like, like Jesus, his own father, said over him, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And you could see that he was attentive. And if Jesus needed to hear that from his father, think about it. If Jesus needed to hear that from the heavenly father, which apparently he did, because when he was baptized, that's what happened. How much more, you know, do we need to hear that? And so I can see that, you know, for all of us. What happened with me is I was dating all these guys that had father issues because I was looking for my father. Right. And so then I started seeing because I, I work with uh, Safe Passages, which is Battered Women's Home in California, and I I sing at their their functions and I I they teamed up with me with my father May song because she was had you know her, she was abused by her father, and a lot of these girls that come into these Battered Women's Homes they in these horrible relationships because they all had father issues. So they get in with these guys that had father issues. They abuse them. It's just has it's a pattern that really needs to be looked at and be broken. And I really feel my documentary, it's opening up people's hearts, I can tell you that. When I showed it to a group not long ago, one of the guys in the group I've known for years, never knew he had an alcohol problem, never knew about his father abusing him. All of a sudden, he starts hollering. He says, and he, all this anger is coming out of him. I'm like, I didn't know any of this ever was in your heart or none of this. It has opened up people to talk about it. Get angry, get through it, and then go fix it. Right. If you can get it out in the light, yeah. You know, then you got a chance to bring healing. And and so I was, as I was saying, God's brought people in my life to realize, you know, as I was interviewing him, Satan is so aware of this strategy. He has been using it to do unbelievable harm. That when you look at it, you're like, oh my gosh. Here's what he did, okay? Some historical things that he did. That the slave owners, especially in the Bahamas and in Haiti, that was a diabolical plan to remove the fathers from the family and create all this sexual promiscuity because they knew that if they came out of a family, they were so much easier to control if they had an orphan spirit. You are so right. And and this thing has been it was it was poured out on those countries. And so what's going on in Haiti? What's going on in Barbados? You know, all these different places that suffer with this huge father wound, Jamaica, huge. Alcoholism, huge, right? And and then, you know, America and like, oh my goodness. This and you you're exactly right. So this is huge and, and the neat thing is, really that here we are in this generation, in this time, with so much stuff, and you and I were both in the same documentary last night, um, and think how the Chinese people love their family. I mean, you, you oh, they saw. Do. They're so close. And we can learn from that. We can really learn from what they, their closeness. Yeah. I was speaking with Larry Elder the other night. I, so funny. I mean, I'm Californian, right? And I voted for him, but I didn't know visually who he was and ran into him with my friend from Daystar TV and uh, who interviewed me for my documentary. It was my first interview that I did. And when he found out I was doing a documentary on fatherhood, he, I ended up actually speaking to him for quite a length about his own father. And he said, I've been saying this for so long. And he said, even Obama touched on it because Obama on Father's Day spoke about this. And he said, 
You know, it is it is an epidemic, and it's in our prisons. You know. Oh my God. And and uh, you know, they don't need incarceration. Yeah, they've committed crimes. They need love, and they need fatherhood, and they need to be understood and need to be healed. Of this, and if we're we're the arms and feet feet of Jesus, and we don't pray and and at least I'm doing my part. I. I if somebody would tell me I was going to be doing a documentary on this, it's you're out of your mind. I'm a performer. I'm this. This has changed my life. Wow. It's given me such a destiny and a purpose. And I'm just, listen, I'm just putting it out there. I know I'm not selling this to Netflix. I know I'm not giving it to a network to just run with it one time and be done. No way. This is a documentary that has to keep going. And I may even turn this into a series. It's the Lord's, and he's the director. He's the producer. I'm putting it out there. I, I'm just going with it. And I, I want to do as many showings of this, you know, speaking engagements, Q&As. So, again, the yeah. intro for you, if you're listening, is Sherry Pedigo. P-E-D-I-G-O, right? That's right. Her song, Father Me, if you go to get to the song, right, is there a website? FatherMeTheDocumentary.com. FatherMeTheDocumentary.com. You will be able to hear the song. You'll hear the song <laughs> and somewhat of a trailer and be praying, right? Like yeah. God, is, God is up to something that, that, that she'll have the wisdom to give it to the right distribution way and that, and that, and that if God wants to continue the vision by doing a series or whatever he does... I mean, how beautiful, again, that God's given you this passion and this burning um, for, for such a necessary thing for such a time as this, right? I, I, I'm, I'm in my spirit, I'm so full. I was looking at what Angel Studios has done with their crowdfunding and what they, you know, that Smoking the Bandit song, I'm going to do what they say can't be done. We got a long way to get there, you know. And that song has been going on and on. Like, this is crazy, Lord. Why does Smoking the Bandit keep coming to me? Because they did what couldn't be they said well, could not be done. done you know people say give it to this network i said no no this is god's thing and he's gonna put it exactly where it needs to go oh, and wonderful. i am not worried about it because he is the director the writer and the producer i'm just the vessel that he used to put it out there thank you for sharing it with the truth now we're, we're blessed and honored that you would do that sherry god bless you thank you for showing the truth <laughs> that sets us free <laughs>